Hey, welcome back for episode two of the Football Heads podcast, where we talk about anything but not quite everything about uh, pro football. Uh, so the NFC and AFC Championship games were this week, and uh, we're going to go over uh, what we saw. And, well, I, I predict, predicted a bit of a blowout for the Eagles 49ers game, and that's uh, that's what happened, and I figured... Within three or less points for the Chiefs-Bengals game, and that's what happened. Uh, so, I, I'd like to think that uh, my predictions are close enough to say I was right. Um, looking at the NFC Championship game, uh, I'll always, I'll, I keep no, actually both games. I just keep hearing excuses why it was the Eagles, why it was the Chiefs, and it's ridiculous excuses people just don't know how to accept reality anymore is what it is the the 49ers they are the number one defense okay yeah you could say oh Brock Purdy was injured I didn't know Brock Purdy played defense I don't know Brock Purdy was their elite linebacker core or their elite defensive line I didn't know that how many how many sacks did Brock Purdy rack up this season on these other teams huh So you have the number one defense. Why? Why are you giving up thirty-one points? Other than it being just you're playing that elite of a team, and you could say, "Oh, you have." The, I mean, there's so many people with excuses for this. Like, come on, you, you, Boza did nothing. Uh, and majority of the Eagles' offensive line didn't allow any sacks or pressures at all. There was four pressures, and that was it. That, that's all that the, the 49ers defense was able to put up. And they're the number two rushing defense. They give up more than twice as much yards as they have given up all season in a game. And over the course of 26 games, they, they never let up more than 77 yards in the year. They let up 148 or 151. I've I've seen a range. Some so It depends on whether or not you count Gardner Mitchell's kneel at the end. But, uh, and they gave up four rushing touchdowns. This this is the number two rushing defense in the NFL. Number one rushing defense in the NFC. I, I didn't know Brock Purdy was the reason that the defense didn't let up rushing yards. And 49ers O-line, too. They, they did nothing. I mean, the defensive line just got through all the time, especially Reddick. Like, he would get through, not even touched... I don't know Brock Purdy was the offensive line for the 49ers. I don't know. He was the one out blocking for himself. In or not, the, 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 for Brock Purdy, the, the Eagles defensive line was getting through. And. Whoa. I don't know if you could hear the. Jet of a fan of my laptop. Wow. That was weird. And if, as far as the rest of the 49ers offense, I mean, you have arguably the number one running back in the NFL. Certainly number one rushing receiver. I mean, nobody rushes. No receiver rushes as much as Debo Samuel because that's what they said. Um, and that's really where the Eagles defense, if, if, if there's, there's a weakness there, it's in the rushing. Because it's a pass rush 
and the secondary that where you see the Eagles making the stop, the number number one or two passing defense in the NFL. But they're they're mediocre rushing defense. They're ranked sixteenth. So you could say, oh, we were limited to rushing. Well, that's what you needed to establish in the first place was the rushing. Passing doesn't open up if you can't rush, and they couldn't rush. You wouldn't have been able to pass the ball with Brock Purdy. And I forget who it was, but they they just phrased it so well that, yeah, you could argue, oh, well, Brock Purdy would have done better. You couldn't last six plays. Six plays, he already gives up the ball. He already gets injured. He wasn't going to last. It was real talk with MJ. That's He's the one who worded that phrase that. And it, it couldn't be more right. And you could say, oh, oh, it was the refs. They handed it the, the Eagles the game. No. There were two bad calls, one in favor of each team. You have the the catch by Smith, like, okay, yeah, maybe that should be a turnover. And then, yeah, even if you take that touchdown away, Eagles still win 24-7. And the other bad call was the the punt with that got hit by the wire, which was in favor of the 49ers, who with good field position weren't able to score. And that was something I heard with, oh, that's why the Eagles did good, because they, they always had short field position. First two touchdowns were in shield, short field position. They had to drive all the way down. And it was that second touchdown that they got where they drove all the way down, spent like six minutes on the clock, I think. They wore down the 49ers' defense even more, and they, and that, and they gave their own defense more time to rest. I knew the moment they got that touchdown, they were rushing around. I was like, oh, this place could be a turnover. 49ers are turning over the ball. I, th- I thought it would be an interception, but they did. They still turned over the ball, not how I thought. But a turnover turno- is a turnover nonetheless. And you got the number one defense. Like, even in a short yardage situation, they should be able to at least hold the Eagles to a field goal. Well, they didn't. I mean, the Eagles had done it countless times this season. They're the number two defense. Why is the number one defense not as good as the number two defense? Well, it's because the Eagles' offense wore down the 49ers' defense, which I know, Purdy, not playing on the defense, that kind of sucks. Like, it really holds the 49ers' defense back a bit. But the, the Eagles wore them down that second touchdown drive and set themselves up to get a third touchdown. Now, obviously, the Eagles' defense were the ones to get the turnover. and uh, Of course, yeah, Braddock. I mean, uh, who else is gonna who's gonna land on the ball? But people want to come up with excuses, but there is no excuse other than the Eagles are just that much better. There's just that much of a gap between the number one NFC team and the number two NFC team. That much of a gap between the number one NFC offense and the number one NFC defense. And of course, the number one NFC defense is gonna perform better than a uh, just. Like an elite defense is going to perform better than a good offense. And then on the AFC game, the excuses all seem to be, oh, the refs. 
Like, there's countless plays with that. And I, I honestly do not see what anybody is talking about with that. Honest to God, there's... I mean, uh, that late penalty was a clean call. He, Mahomes was out of bounds. And it was an unnecessary hit. And Osai, is, is that how you pronounce it? Again, I, it's not the best with the names. Usually with the H in there, but uh, double vowels. Double vowels do it too. But he's, he's getting too much hate for that. I mean, it, that happens. Those plays happen. Yeah, it's in a big game. It's at a big point of the game, but it's... People need to lay off of him. And that extra play called, the whistle was blown beforehand. If the Chiefs got a first down, they still would have had to replay the down anyway. You say, oh, no, the rest were... Yeah, they, yeah, they would have. The whistle was already blown. And if the players are still doing... <laughs> Their thing, even though the Wilson was blown, it was like the refs aren't going to be in their way and get themselves beat up and just walk in between a guy trying to tackle another guy. Like that's not that's not how it's going to happen. They're just going to say that that play doesn't count. I don't know what to tell you. And if the Chiefs were really, or if the refs were really in the Chiefs' corner, then. That touchdown on the first drive that the Chiefs would have had would have not been turned over, that they had to settle for the field goal. And... Oh, and then the intentional grounding calls. That, that play, people saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes should have had a... Uh, I literally just said the name of the penalty, and I, it, now it's completely slipping me. Intentional grounding. Oh, Mahomes should have had an intentional ground on that. No, no. The ball not only made it to within a yard of the line of scrimmage, it was just like, it, it's going to be hard for on the field to tell if it's at exactly there for a ref. Because believe it or not, the blue line you see on the TV is not really there. I know, hard to believe. The yellow line, yeah, that's also not there. The refs don't have it active sight of that. They, they, it's going to be on a slight angle, so yeah, it's within a yard or so that that might happen. And the, the intentional grounding called on the Bengals, on Joe Burrow, like that was nowhere near the line of scrimmage. That's hitting the ball at the feet of a lineman. And you could say, oh, well, the lineman, well, it's in range of a receiver. Like, the one Mahomes threw, like, it was at least near Kelsey. It was around the line of scrimmage. Yeah, this is one that's near as Burrow's lineman, but in case you didn't know, an offensive lineman is not an eligible receiver. If you're an Eagles fan, you have been so frustrated by this all season because of how often those linemen, just so good, end up having nobody to block because they finish the block. It's like, okay, who do I block now? And it's a pass play, and they end up going two yards too far, and then Eagles get called back. So, yeah, it could be at the feet of the offensive lineman, but that's that doesn't mean jack. And the Eagles' defense played well. The D-line kept getting through. Secondary did well, too, preventing a touchdown. They had that interception, so they looked good. So the Chiefs earned that win, too. And looking at the Super Bowl, it's going to be a good game. You could really got the best matchup you could be looking for. The number one seeds for both NFC and AFC. They're both 16-3. They both scored 400, 
546 points all season. You got the Kelsey Brothers matchup. You got the Andy Reid Bowl with the two teams that he took to the championship games multiple times, four straight times with the Eagles, five straight times with the Chiefs. Took each team to at least one Super Bowl, and the Chiefs now two. Got a Super Bowl ring with the Chiefs, so it's the the two big areas of Andy Reid, Andy Reid Bowl. Nick Sirianni revenge games like oh well Sirianni and uh, Reed never played to get or coached together but when Reed cleared house he that he got rid of Sirianni so it's still yeah it's still bad blood you got fired by a guy and didn't get a coach a single game with him and just the whole Mahomes versus Hurts game is gonna be big like I I know I I hate saying like oh it's a quarterback versus quarterback game and. Because anytime they do this stuff, like, oh, Burrow versus Mahomes. Like, I just want to see the performance of these two. I don't I don't believe in, like, oh, it's the game is the quarterbacks against each other. But looking at what these two players do with their teams in a game against each other's defenses. And these two are the guys who've... There's been other guys in the MVP debate, but these are the only two who have really been in that race all year long, from the start of the season to the end. And you got Mahomes, an established top quarterback, and then Hurts, who's proven himself a top quarterback this year. I just think this is the perfect matchup and that we could have asked for this season and just worked out that way. So that's that's all I got for you. I could just end like like I did last time. I could do the goofy little thing 